our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello and welcome to Girls That Invest. Today's Monday, which means we're bringing you Sticky Money Mondays, a weekly advice column where you give us a sticky money situation you're in, whether your ex owes you money, your friend is asking you to fork out for her wedding, or your flatmate just keeps stealing your oat milk. We're ready to give you our unsolicited, unfiltered advice. You are joined today with retired nice girl Sim, and with me is expert mean friend Sonia, the friend who tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Let's get started. Dear Sim and Sonia, I've got a slightly sticky money situation. I was previously dating a girl, and while we were dating, she went through some financial hardship. She conveyed to me that she couldn't get any support from her family and that she would likely have to start doing illegal things to support herself. So being the nice guy that I am, I started to lend her money to pay for her bills. In total, I lent her about $5,000. We have since broken up, but she has managed to get a good job at a bank and can easily support herself now. She's been in this job for over a year now. We don't talk much and live in different cities now, so I brought it up if we could start working on paying back the money that she owed me. She blew it up in my face and it now seems like I'll never see any of it back. She also is buying a first home as an investment and is planning to move over to another country for a better job soon. Any advice would be great appreciated. This is such a sticky money story. There are so many moving parts to this. I just want to take a second. I want to hear what you have to say, but like this man is owed money. It's a decent amount of money for him. And this person is about to move countries and he's like now or never. This is a direct contrast to last week's sticky money where they had a conversation with their friend and they worked on a payment plan together. So I'm glad that we get to see both sides of the coin. In terms of the moving parts, what's the first part that you'd like to start with? I'd love to hear your advice on the whole, you know, lending, you know, the beginning of it where... He has lent her money. She was going through a tough time. She did lean on him and say, hey, look, I might do illegal things if I don't have money. I might, you know, I I don't have family support. So what was he meant to do? Like, I don't think it's 
fair to be like, he shouldn't have lent her the money. But what do you think? I think 100%. I think any decent person, after hearing that sob story, would anyone listening to that, why would you want your significant other? Because he's in a relationship with this girl. Why would you want your girlfriend to start doing illegal things? Of course, you're going to give them the money. So what else was he supposed to do? Like, you don't want the person that you love, if I could be as bold to say that, to going through like shady things just to get a little bit of money. And so I think, I don't think it's fair to, first of all, in terms of validating your feelings, I think it's completely fair how you are feeling. I would be as frustrated as you, but I wouldn't kick myself for giving like your ex that money because it shows that you are a kind person, you are a good person, you didn't want them to look elsewhere and start doing illegal activities to pay the bills. It's always like hindsight, like when you go and like tell people you've done this, people will be like, including old Sim and Sonia, they'd be like, why did you give them $5,000? Like that's crazy. But you've got to remember like money's never black and white and people asking you money is not like a very you know, simple exchange. It's the emotions. And I wouldn't say like that this person maybe had done this on purpose with no reason to pay you back, but it might feel that way now looking back on it. I just feel like any person in this situation would have given the $5,000. So I want to take a moment to be like, hey, buddy, it's okay that you've done that. Now, the sticky situation is that he believes she's clearly doing well for herself. It's been a year and the way that he's asked her, I mean, we don't get into details of how we've asked, but she's blowing it up in her face and now he feels like he's not going to see it back. I'm going to assume, I mean, it would be nice to assume that you asked her in a way that was non-confrontational. Now he's asked for the money back. She's blown it up in his face. And I feel like he probably feels a little bit of tension and stress given that she's likely to move overseas um, for a better job and she's buying a home. So clearly she has a little bit of money in his eyes. Do you think it's too late for him to get that $5,000? For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increase revenue, expanded reach and enhance customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Back and just call it a day, or do you think he's got a chance? Well, given the way that she's already reacted, I'm just going to assume that your chances are slim to none in terms of getting the money back. But to take it back a few steps. So he did say that it had been over a year. They live in different cities. They had broken up. I wonder what the form of communication was in terms of like 
calling her out of the blue and checking up on her and being like, hey, give me five grand back. Again, as Sim said, I would assume that you've done it in the nicest way ever. If it was face-to-face, then like how you approach that as well. It would just be interesting to know how it was approached. There's like a strategy to communication, especially when you can see things go haywire or you can anticipate there might be some tension in the conversation that you're about to have. So I just want to bring up those points there. I do want to give a little bit of grace to the girl just in case like it wasn't approached and because it had been over a year and they live like in completely different cities and if there were no expectations set, then I get like the frustration does she have a right to blow up at your face no again there's like a way to handle things and I'm so sorry that she's handled it in that way because blowing up in someone's face that just like stops you even further from approaching the situation again so the fact that he's asking if she should approach again so it sounds like you would probably give up at this stage I would assess a few things for myself that's Sonia's like PC way of saying she would give up For me, I'm at a point in my life, again, I'm 26 now, you know, my frontal cortex has developed. And I think for me, I think about the emotional energy of a lot of things before I do anything, really. I just think about the energy it's going to take from me. And I really do pick and choose my battles. So personally, where I'm coming from in terms of what's happened, you've approached it once and that's how she's reacted. She has these big plans, which she probably would need that five grand for. I'm sure that she's got a good job now, but at this stage of my life, I would look at that and be like, I'm not going to make that mistake again. And I am going to take the L and learn my lesson and I'm going to bow out gracefully and move on with my life especially if I didn't need the 5k and I could live without the 5k and I'm not struggling because it just goes back to expectation set how I approached it how she reacted if you yell at me I'm not going to talk to you again so yeah I guess mine probably comes from the fact that I do have the energy for it If someone owes me $5,000 and I'm seeing them going and living their best life in terms of buying a home, moving countries, having what I would consider a good job, I don't think them yelling in my face would deter me from asking again. And I think that might just speak to the determination that is within me. I just believe that you do have the opportunity to go about this in another way. Definitely ask again, but just consider how we're going about this. I like that you've mentioned that you brought up if you could start working on paying it back as opposed to like give me a lump sum. I wonder if that's how she took it. Like, did you come across with the intention of saying, let's work out how we can pay this back? Or did you come with the intention of saying, hey, look, you know, where's my money? I also want to mention, and something we didn't really, you know, bring up, you say that you lent her up to $5,000, but was that established when it happened? Were you kind of, was it like, hey, here's some money, but by the way, I'd love for you to pay me back? Or was it a lot of situations of her being like, oh my God, I can't pay this rent and you going, don't worry, babe, like I got it with no kind of conversation around, I've got you, but like, please do pay me back if there was no conversation of that being loaned money or money that was gifted, 
you probably don't have a leg to stand on. Unfortunately, it sounds like lack of communication, which happens, especially in relationships. But I would say definitely try again, maybe in a more formal way, maybe draft up a letter that you're passing on to her as opposed to you know, a call or a text and do it before she moves. Cause once she moves, that's just a whole different ball game. I also just want to acknowledge that it is a little bit unfair that you have to play mental gymnastic. I understand the frustration. It's frustration on all levels that you have to kind of really think about how you want to approach it again and figure out like the $5,000 when you've already shown decency and they're not extending any courtesy by the sounds of things. But yeah, as Sim said, I think you just need to evaluate for yourself if you can take it and you do have energy to fight it. And look, all the power to you. I think Sim's giving you some excellent points on how you can structure what to do and how to have the conversation moving forwards. My advice, reach out to her one more time, do it in a formal way, write up a letter Put in the amounts of money that she owes you for different circumstances. And if there was a conversation around her saying she would pay it back, whether it was via a text, hopefully text, because then you've got screenshots. Hey, do you remember like two years ago when you sent me this text that I found like after hours of searching? You said that you were going to pay me back. And now the courts are involved. So good luck. We can move to Aussie. And buying your first home. I would go to the debtors, the debt collectors. No. The debtors. The debtors. Um, I would go to the bank and be like, hey, this person that you're trying to give a first home loan to, um, they owe me 5K and they're not giving it back. So just, you know, if you lend them this grant or like this, this first home loan, my language is getting mixed up, this first home loan then is this the kind of behavior you want to associate your bank with? I didn't think so. Teach her a lesson, bro. Sonia said sabotage, and I think that's probably a really great place to wrap up. Now, if you have a sticky money situation that you would want advice on, reach out to us. We're clearly great at it. Um, You can email us at hello at girlsatinvest.com or send us a DM, and you may just be featured in next week's episode. Bye. Until next time, Sonia. Mm Mm-hmm. Until next time, Sim. Bye. (laughs) And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team, bye.